Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome to the Four Friends and Family podcast. It is Monday, April 13th. It's 11.03 a.m. here in Los Angeles. I have on the line with me via Skype, uh, Joel Com. Welcome, Joel. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Now, Joel, tell us a little bit about yourself before I give everyone the stats out there and where we're at. Um, a little bit about myself. I've been doing online business since 1995, and in that time, I've done just about everything that's not illegal, immoral, or fattening. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Awesome. <laughs> you know, books, podcasts, videos, products, software, apps, you name it, and I've, I've done it. You're a social media marketing maven. Uh, some people say that. I don't know, that maven. And then they say, you know, some people like to use the word guru, which oh, makes me cringe. Yeah, me I'm just, too. you know, I'm just a guy um, playing with the different toys. And sometimes I find something that I think is really cool and figure out how to make it work. And then others ask me, how'd you do that? And I end up writing a book or speaking or teaching or doing videos. And that's kind of been, you know, the story of my whole career. Now, where are you located in the United States of America? I'm in Denver, uh, and it's snowing here today. We just had another fake spring. Oh. We have a number, usually starting in February, we have uh, a week where it's 60 or 70 degrees and sunny. And then it just overnight will just totally get freezing again, and the snow comes. We just had that, and now for the past two days, it's been snowing. So it, I call it fake spring. Real spring arrives sometime in May. <laughs> Well, we're going to be talking about COVID today, and we're going to be talking specifically with Joel just about some of the stuff that's been going on Facebook because he and I are Facebook friends, and I've seen some interesting things, and I do want to get some insights into the, that. Uh, right now, we are at 1.8 million total confirmed cases around the world. There have been 441,000 people that have recovered, uh, which is important, with only 116,000 deaths. And I, I, you know, people like only, and I think it's just mostly because you know people are sheltering. Um, they're 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 doing the right thing to make sure we flatten this curve and it seems to be working although i don't know about you and i might go on a bit of a tangent here but i am monitoring sweden very closely because they did sort of the opposite they let people do whatever they wanted they they said you should social distance but it looks like they they had some significant deaths and some significant um you know increase in in um uh, I guess, uh, uh, contagion. But at the end of the day, it looks like they're flattening out. So we're waiting a few more days. I want to yeah. talk about Facebook and social media and all that sort of stuff, because you and I both work in this space. How is it going on social media for you? Uh, you know, for me, it's the same as always. I, I tend to be very much uh, a contrarian. When I hear the masses saying one thing about something, I'm always like, mm, is that is that really true or is just that just the narrative that we're being given? And because I'm inquisitive and because I ask those questions, like whether or not, you know, the the lockdown to the degree that we've are having is going to impact us in such a negative way in the long run if, you know, the cure is worse than the the problem the media problem no, no, joel 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 you're 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 a trump supporter now you, you support trump yeah. that's what you do that's what you do and i'm canceling you right now i can't even believe yeah, you would ask that question canceled joel, yeah why, but that, why, that's why, what happens why? people what is you going know, on like you can't even is... ask questions i think you and i have both had this happen to us because we are both contrarians i am a moderate i'm not republican or democrat i'm a canadian so i'm right in the middle um but 
I, I've noticed it. And the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you today is because you, you seriously cannot even ask if there is a different, as soon as you ask something that's outside of, for example, the liberal um, look at things, they believe that you are a Trump supporter. If you ask something outside the Republican space, they think you are a, some sort of leftist liberal. Where is the discussion? Why won't anyone discuss anything without putting everybody down? And why is it okay to do that on social media? Well, I think that that's even a really broad sweeping generalization, Gavin. It's not that you can't. It's that some people, the cancel culture people, the people that, you know, get offended are the most vocal. They are the minority. They are the people that, you know, instantly out themselves as having very low emotional intelligence because they're reactive and they have to fight and they have to argue. There's nothing wrong with healthy conversation, healthy debate. I had one guy the other day, though, um, who I've known for years and who I will not name, but he, you know, I always had great respect for him and the work that he did. And he came onto my post and was started name calling. And I saw, that. I uh, saw that. That's why I'm having this conversation with you because I revealed I'm... you saw that I deleted it too, right? I mean, it's like you don't come into my house and, and talk to me or insult my friends like that. And th- those are the circumstances where I will unfriend and block somebody and not think twice about them. Like you're toxic. You have a problem. And to bring it here into my space, ew, you know, you're, you, this but do you set do you do you set do you set out the rules in advance? Like for me on my Facebook, I've had to get rid of two friends from my Facebook page who I love dearly and I've known for twenty years who put some that got personal. So on my Facebook page, I run it like we run our massive communities around the world. I'm like, you can come on here and say whatever you want. You cannot get personal. You cannot attack people for having ideas, but you can, you can say whatever you want as long as you're not attacking someone and you're, and it's civil discourse. I don't, I I don't really mind, but if you don't do that. So these two guys that came on, I I had to say to them, listen, I went into DMS and I said, guys, I, I love you. I've known you for 20 years. You guys are awesome, but you can't do that. And they both said, to me without even knowing each other each other they both said i will never do that it is the most important things to shut this stuff down and i said and i couldn't even have i had a huge debate with them on you know dm and it was crazy i i i, I was just looking at them and these were people like you said like i re, that you respect that you are like wow you you're intelligent or thinkers or respected respect. yeah and and now they're now they're now they're sort of gone so what was in in context what was this guy saying that 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 Made you go well, first of all, there was a ton of copy pasta, right? He just put paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of stuff that he copied from a website to, you know, convince somebody that there was only one way to look at this. And this was the way to what look at it. it. What, were, they, what a, were you looking at? He was a New Yorker and he was saying, you don't know you come he, and he was challenging people. He's like, OK, put your money where your, your mouth is, you know, come to New York and be here with us and, you know, come to the hospitals and, and be infected. Right. And it was like, it's this weird stuff. And I'm like, you know, dude, you really you know, my response to him was like, I really I appreciate that you're emotional about this. But I'm going to ask you one more time after several back and forth to stop. And he came back and he is he's like, you're not my ex or, you know, I'm not your ex or your kids. You can't tell me this. And by the way, the only reason I still have you on my follow list is to see what all the stupid Trump supporters say. Now, are you a Trump supporter? uh, You know, supporters, uh, a funny phrase. I voted for him. Mm -hmm. And given the current election cycle that's coming up. 
I will vote for him again. I consider myself leaning more libertarian, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I don't see myself as a Republican. I think that there's a lot of Republicans that are really horrible conservatives. And so I, I think he's mostly done a good job. I see, you know, the world through a different lens than uh, a lot of the very vocal zanies on the left and there's a difference between leftists and liberals mm-hmm. right i have plenty of liberal friends and they're and, and they can be tolerant but leftists are the most intolerant people that i know they are the uh the new jackboot thugs well, what's, are, the, what's the difference between a leftist and a, and a liberal like in, well in there's your... liberal ideas right but leftists tend to uh be more socialist right communist in nature and the, you know that the government is best equipped to solve all our problems right. whereas liberals just lean more towards you know either ec- economic uh you know or social policies that would be more lax towards you know having um, a liberal culture, mm-hmm. right? But and leftists are the the full blown whack jobs in my book. They're the ones that have not learned a lick from history about what socialism and communism has done to take millions and millions of lives. And uh, I, I have. There's no space for that kind of nuttiness in my world. Now, on your Facebook page, would you say that most of the people that follow you that are your friends are um, leaning more Republican, more conservative or or leaning more um, on the on the Democratic side? Just if we look at, uh, well, at America as a whole. I think like attracts like, right? Everybody gets into their own bubble and it's self-selective. You know, there's people that I think are just absolutely crazy and post crazy rants um, that I unfollow. I usually don't unfriend people that I really care about, but I'll unfollow people that I'm like, you know, I don't need. And I'm sure they they feel the same way about me. They, you know, there's people who have said, uh, I saw comments from people that I've been business acquaintances with for years, you know, post publicly that Joel Com's gone off the rails. Okay, that that's fine. Has I it mean, affected your business? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I, even if it does, I don't care. I yeah, mean, but- I'm, I'm not going to you – know, my core – I used to care. I used to actually publicly say don't bring your politics and religion out into the public square because you will lose business. But the, you know, the older I get – the less I, I care about censoring my own thoughts and feelings and mm-hmm. beliefs and the less I care about making money. And it's not because I can retire now because I can't. It's that I realize that if you do polarize, I'm not saying intentionally polarize, but if you do, you are likely to attract you know a stronger tribe for those that will follow and agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody posted the other day that I was doing it just to make money. That I that if I could polarize, what? <laughs> uh, polarize and get a tribe of, you know, people that would, you know, be my yes people. And so I could sell them something. And I'm thinking that is just the craziest thing. So f- Facebook for me is about a place to say what I want to say about, you know, whatever topic I want to talk about in a way that I want to say it. It's it's the only reason I post there. It's not for business. No, I think I think that, you know, um, do I do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 55. Right. So I think that, you know, for both of us who've worked in social media for a long time, like years and like um, over a decade for me, it's like 12, 13 years on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. It's a long time. And I was the exact same as you. I said to people, do not, absolutely do not 
do anything to do with politics on your social media. It just you're going to eliminate 50% of the people, mostly in America, around the world. It's a little bit different. Um, right. And recently I did a six-week test where I decided to put up things that were not, um, you know, that, that were not inflammatory, but more just asking questions. Some things to do with, you know, Greta Thunberg. You're you know, not allowed that, to do that. No. And, and I was honestly, Joel, I was absolutely shocked at, at, at the people that I've known for so many years that, that personally attacked me and said in DMs behind the scenes, say, you, you shouldn't do that because you're going to lose business. I said, how yeah. am I going to lose business? They said, it's a tight knit community. And I was like, are you threatening me? And they were, and you know, it, people think, oh, it's, it's men and women. it was equally men and women. It wasn't, it wasn't like, and, and these are people with master's degrees and doctorates where I was like, what? Like it has really blown my head apart. What is happening with the Trump election? I know what it is. What? I know what exactly what it is. You know, just because you talk about them having master's degrees and being scholars, knowledge does not equate to wisdom. Right. Having a wealth of information does not mean that you own the discernment. But they and, believe that, though. They believe uh, because they're educated that they're on a different I, level. I know. Well, that's fine. They can believe it all they want. But through their their actions and the results of what their beliefs bring about, you could tell they're lacking in wisdom. They're lacking in discernment. And that's really what this comes down to. You know, the, the ones that are the most vocal are like, oh, how could you support somebody who lies so often? It's the or, how could you? Know, it's the how could you's. It's yeah, how, how could you? you? I'm like – what do you mean? I don't ask about your life, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, the same people that are out there criticizing, if you could see the 24-7 webcam of how they live their lives, the things that they do in secret or have done, they would be so humiliated because we're all just human. You know, we all have a private side to us that we don't put out there on display for the, the whole world. And and, the, and it may the, be different from what we actually – like there's some things that people – like you always find someone you, you knew in like high school or whatever and you find out that they're you know some sort of crazy like i know a guy who's like the nicest straightforward you know laced up guy. he is a heavy metal like front singer like you would never yeah. see like and, and i don't i'm not like oh my god that's, that's great a rock that's on a, yeah rock on but he he's like so corporate it's not even funny but he like likes <laughs> okay we're two old white guys unwoke clearly uh, that live in america according and- to the the broken definition of woke I mean, the the people who think they're woke use hashtag resist. They're the resistance. They don't have the common sense to realize that the resistance took over in 2016 with the election of Trump. We are the resistance. We broke the system. We said politics as usual is not going to happen anymore. We're bringing in an outsider to break this crap up because this is nonsense they don't get it. They think they're the resistance. I don't know what the hell they think they're resisting. I, I, well, listen, I will put it this way, is that I don't particularly like Donald Trump. He's he's not a person that I would want to sit down and have a dinner with. I don't think he's particularly intelligent. I don't think that he really understands much of anything. I think he is somewhat a true American, not that educated, doesn't really understand what's going on around the world. And when you come from another country and you're an immigrant like myself, um, you you begin to understand exactly how the American psyche works. And it's, it, it's interesting. However, I do 
agree with some of the things that he has done. I do like the approach that he's taking. I do like the fact that he doesn't have any political background essentially and could not didn't wasn't going to be in there asking for chits to come back. And I do think that he's making decisions quickly and and you know as much as the media wants to take him down, he he's willing to change course. He's willing to admit he's wrong. He's willing to do things and quite frankly as a leader, I think he's you know, he's trying the best he can. And more importantly, which I keep telling all of my democratic friends is I'm like, guys, he has his base. Those are the people that elect him. He beat a, he beat 19 other people to, you know, to, to become right. elected. And, 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 and do you believe in the constitution? And the worst part about all of this is that's how I have to start my conversations now with people who I think might be a Democrat. Or I'm like, do you believe in the U S constitution? Yes or no. It's not a, it's not a gray. Well, maybe it's like, do you or not? And if they say no, then I'm like, okay, we can't have a discussion. But if yeah, you say you, yes, you have just, you have just turned from the single greatest force for good in the history of the world. Yeah. America has, as a country based on our constitutional principles, has been the greatest force for good. We have, you know, uh, brought freedom to more countries. We, in people, we have fed more of the world. And I'm not saying we're perfect. I mean, we've got our tarnish, you know, on things we've done because go figure there are people here right yeah. so there's certainly been a lot of bad things that have happened as well but you will find no greater force for good and that that came from the constitution that we put together you know that all men are created equal and that and we women are, you have to say women well that's included under men see i don't have to because i understand what the framers meant they were talking about mankind which includes women so I'm not going to – I know you're joking, but yeah. I'm not going to be politically correct about it. And, you know, that our crea- our founders recognized that we were created by God with inalienable rights, not given by government, but given to us by God, the right to life, the right to liberty, and the right to pursue happiness. Notice it doesn't say you have a right to happiness. It doesn't say you have a right to anything else. You have a right to your life, your liberty to do what you want to do and to pursue happiness. And these days you've got the people on the left that think that we have rights to health care. No, you don't have a right to health care. You have a right to work. You have a right to make a living. You have a right to, to pay for your medical care. But there's nowhere in there that says you have a right to health care. But maybe okay. that's something that you need, you know, that the American Constitution needs to change. Maybe, but right now, that in those things are up for debate. I mean, I'm not trying to be cruel. I understand that there's people that that can't afford quality health care, and we, as a good, um, benevolent society, should seek to help those people. I just believe that it shouldn't be you telling me that I need to pay for somebody else. Yeah. And I think that, well, I mean, there's, I mean, to unpack, this could take an hour of discussion and, oh, you know, days, I, yeah, weeks, days, days, months. yeah, you know, and, and, and the other thing is, what do you say to people who aren't religious and don't believe that God created anything and that, you know, that, that God doesn't exist? And so there's all these sorts of things where, you know, the, 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 the minor bits and pieces, uh, but I think you can argue. That's and the I, beauty, though, of, yeah. of freedom of speech and freedom of religion. You don't yeah. have to believe. No, you can disagree. And that's yeah. what, what's interesting to 
to me, and, in the, and as we wind down here, because I do want to have a discussion with you again in a couple of weeks and just talk about things, is that what should people be doing on their social media and their their Facebook? Do you do you do you sort of like me are 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 going back to like you know just don't discuss politics? It's not worth it. You're no, everyone I, takes it right, or or you, I'm not going to tell anybody what they should do. You should do whatever you want to do. It's your profile. It's your well, life. Well, but I mean, you did say at one point that you shouldn't discuss politics right i'm not i'm not gonna and and that you know that was a time a different time for me and now you know i can't tell people what they should or shouldn't do uh when i'm doing whatever the heck i want to do uh you know my example is just be you whatever that means and it certainly uh count the cost right you are going to lose people you know if you're outspoken about any issue one way or the other no it doesn't matter what you think you're going to lose people and you have to decide is that worth it to me there i i've got friends that won't touch you know any of this with a 10 foot pole they're all about business and that's why they're on social and that's fine it's their reason there isn't a, you know a textbook answer for this and i'm i'm certainly not going to tell people what to do i'm just going to be me so what so what should people do? Uh, they should do whatever they want to do. I mean, <laughs> I'm no, you know, I, I'm, um, I could say I'm not your daddy, but that would only apply to two people out there that I am their daddy. But other than that, uh, you know, everybody gets to do what they want to do. They're free agent, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And whatever posting on social media looks like to you within, you know, those constraints, which are really very liberal in <laughs> in and of themselves. Um, do whatever you want to do. You know, count the cost. Certainly, if you're going to talk about anything that can be polarizing, you will turn away some people, and it, you could lose business. You have to decide what's more important to you. Well, I remember one thing that I do want to sort of just end on is that you know people that disliked Howard Stern back in the day, like the the radio shock jock, yeah. they really really disliked him. The people that hated him. Um, listened for 40 minutes. The people that loved him listened for 20. And I think that what is happening is that people are using the anonymity of Facebook. And I don't think they really make that connection through the keyboard of what they're writing. And I think that most of the time, that's what it is. And I really... I think I tell everyone, take everything with a grain of salt. Someone gets upset. Maybe they're not happy with their spouse. Maybe they're not happy with their kids. And this is their place to vent. Right. And it doesn't, they don't see the person standing in front of them. And I think what I tell all of my clients is I'm like, assume that there's a hundred or a thousand people standing in front of you. How would you act in front of those people? And I think that people get in their own little home, they get in front of their keyboard and they just write whatever the heck they want. And I think many of them regret it. Yeah, well, sometimes immediately and they delete, you know, stuff sometimes in the long run. Um, you know, wisdom is a treasure and it's something to be pursued and, and actively sought out. And I think our social media age has lent itself to reacting, right? When people react, they answer and post and comment with their emotions. The adult in mature way, which I don't always do perfectly, just for the record, especially on Twitter. On Twitter, I tend to be more reactive and just let it fly because I really don't care. But I, I try to respond. You know, when you're responding, you're using your your noggin, right? You're thinking things through about, you know, let, processing your feelings and getting past 
the anger or the frustration or the fear or whatever is causing you to react so that you can be in control. People who react are out of control. They have Mm -hmm. lost control of themselves. People who respond are in control. And so that's how you can tell the difference. And that's why, you know, emotional intelligence, a part of being emotionally intelligent is being able to manage and control your emotions so that you respond and not react. Where can people find you online if they want to follow you on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that? Uh, my blog is joelcom.com and I am at joelcom on all the socials. So uh, that's come calm and say with, hi. And that's yeah. calm with two M's. M's. Yep. Just don't react to me because I'll block you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. You bet.